This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. It's time. It's time. Time to get in the zone. Time to get in the zone. With the 49ers web zone. This is the No Huddle Podcast with Al and Brian. Big game this weekend, Brian. And when yes. I was listening to the Niners talk a little bit after practice today, they feel it. Kind of hearing their voices yeah. like they know this is sort of a must-win type game. I'm excited for it. Let me tell you what I'm going to do this weekend. So if anybody watches clips, if you listen to the show, if you see our clips on Twitter, you kind of see behind me I got some jerseys and like a dartboard and stuff. I sit at my bar and I do the show. So I got a couple TVs down here. I got a couch. I got like, this is like my spot, right? So when life is really busy and I don't get a lot of weekends, I mean, I always find time to watch the Niners games. I have to because I have a show, but like sometimes you're not home this weekend. I have nothing going on. So what I'm going to do is sit my ass at this bar come 1 p.m. Standard Eastern time. Watch this Niners game with a couple of my favorite beverages and just hope this team can get it together. That's that's if anybody's wondering what I'm going to be doing there in the game. That's going to be it. If if anybody is wondering what I'll be doing. my youngest has yet another cheer competition on Sunday. We have to be there at 6 a.m. But but we get to leave at 10.50. So for the first 50 minutes of the game, and then on the ride home, I will be watching said game on my phone uh, because she will already have done her competition. But, hey, kudos to her team. Two weeks ago, they competed and qualified for national. So we'll be going to Vegas in, in January. Making moves. For, yeah. Junior Pee-wee cheer, baby. Here we go. Uh, but yeah, no, this, this, this game is, this game is massive. And I actually am very, to me, obviously you want to break a losing streak and it would be easier if they were playing a team like the Cardinals or a team, you know, that isn't very good. But I think for this team specifically, and we talked about the questions that we have for the second half, I think it's actually really good for this team to come out of the bye facing a quality opponent because up to this point, they've really only faced one 
maybe two, right? And mm-hmm. and and you would say the Cowboys, who they throttled, and then sure. you could throw the Browns in there. Um, or sorry, and the Bengals and the Bengals. So two, yeah. two, two solid teams, Bengals and and Cowboys, and then you know, a a a team with a really good defense in in Cleveland. So they, they need to come out and improve something against a good team. And this Jaguars team is a good team. And not only that, but this team poses a lot of challenges to the very questions that we had or that we have about this team. So again, it's a really good litmus test. And I'm really excited to see how they come out for it. In this Jacksonville team, Dave, if you go back to last year, they're one of the best teams in the NFL, at, at least record-wise. So they're 13 and four when you count the regular yeah, season, and 14 and five with the playoffs going back to last year. And I've been watching them a lot this year for a mixture of, I think, you know, they've had a couple London games and they're just the only game on. And Trevor Lawrence is one of my fantasy quarterbacks. He never nice. does anything in fantasy, but um, <laughs> so I've just been paying a lot of attention to them. And you watch the games and you're like, oh, this is just ugly. And it is. Are they even going to win this game? Like, it's just ugly football. It's nothing smooth about it. But they always come up with a W. They've been a really hard team for me to figure out. And if you look at who they played this year, so they beat the Colts twice. They beat the Falcons and the Bills in London. So they had those weird London games. Beat the Saints, and they beat the Steelers in the rain, and they got some pretty fortunate calls in that game from the refs. So the Bills in that London game, and the Bills have looked all over the place anyway this year, but they did not look good. They, Jacksonville lost to KC, who they always play tough, and they lost to Houston, and Houston really has their number in that division. So wild. It's, it's, it's been, yeah, it's just been really strange sort of watching them. Lawrence has made some really good plays, but he hasn't looked dynamic by any stretch of the imagination. Now, I know some people will say that's because of what's around him or this, that, and the other thing, because some people really love Lawrence. I think he's very, very good. Um, I, I don't think he's descended to that elite level yet, but they're winning, and he makes some some terrific plays and some terrific throws. You know, We'll see how the rest of the season goes with that. But they're just a hard team for me to figure out. So, yeah, I'm interested to see how the Niners play against them on the road, early game, across the country. We'll see what Jaguars team shows up. They're both coming out after the bye. But like you said, yeah, it's just it's, it's a huge game and just just a really interesting one for both of these teams to see how they come out and play against stiffer competition. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here as in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Yeah, and, you know, like you said, they, they aren't blowing teams out. They're winning ugly games. But that is also a mark of a good team. And it's something we haven't seen the 49ers do. They haven't won a game ugly. They've lost the games where they played ugly. So I I would almost, I I would love to see them get in an ugly game with Jacksonville. And I would love to see them win that game because ultimately once you get to the playoffs, all the games are quote unquote ugly, right? They're absolute slugfests and, and, and trading blows back and forth. So, but I think what's unique about this team is that each side of the ball presents a challenge for the 49ers that they haven't really answered yet this season. And so 
you know, let's let's look at let's look at the Jacksonville Jaguars defense first. So when the 49ers are on the field, um the thing about Jacksonville, they run a 3-4 defense, which is nothing special. Um, but they're really good at tackling. And they've allowed the third fewest explosive plays, which are rushes of 10 plus yards or passes of 20 plus yards. They've allowed the third fewest in the NFL, which is something that this 49ers team needs to do uh, for their offense to be successful. They are looking for those explosive runs, those explosive passes, 20 plus yards down the field. Now, a lot of times they're looking for those when it comes to perhaps, a, again, a, a swing pass, a bubble screen, whatever the case may be for Debo. And I think we're going to see those uh, in in this game. You know, I think I think Kyle Shanahan is absolutely going to uh, spam Debo Samuel this game because he's mm. back for the first time. And and you know, I think I think Kyle Shanahan as a play caller really really leans on Debo Samuel and his ability with the ball in space uh, to eat, to get chunk yardage, especially if the if the offense is is out of rhythm. Um, but. Other than that, um, they they also and here's the other here's the other uh, thing that Jacksonville does really well that uh, again is is something that we were hoping to see from the 49ers, um, but they are only allowing 79.2 yards per game on the ground, um, which is uh, I believe third, I think it's third in the NFL right now. Um, and and we talked last episode, we said this run game has to get going for this offense to get back to where we saw it at the beginning of the mm-hmm. season. And this is not an opponent where that will be an easy task, uh, an easy task. So again, a defense that poses a challenge for the things that we're looking for the 49ers to find answers to. And that's again, why I feel like this is a great litmus test for them, uh, you know, in, in Duval County. And I'm, well, before I say this, one more stat on Lawrence. He has a PFF grade of 84.9 this year, which is phenomenal, even though he just has nine touchdown passes. So, again, people smarter than me really like him. So mm-hmm. there, you, there you go. Yeah. Um, but where I think the Niners might come out here, you, you mentioned the run defense. Jacksonville has no pass rush. So the last three seasons, yeah. they've averaged 28.3 sacks, um, which is the only – two worst teams were the Raiders and the Falcons. And this season they just have 16 that's 30th. And Josh Allen has nine of those 16. He has nine of them. Yeah. So yeah. So there's not a lot going on with the with, with the pass rush there. And they've given up the six most passing yards in the league. So maybe they come out passing, but talked about the mistakes Purdy has made. Jacksonville is second in the NFL with 11 picks. And there's yep. three guys in their secondary who you've probably never heard of who all have again terrific pff grades andrew wingard safety he's got an 86.6 cornerback darius williams 85.5 former ram and he leaves the nfl with 14 pass breaks up breakups yeah and safety andrew cisco at 78.1 so probably definitely not household names but they've done a good job back there forcing turnovers without the pass rush happening and, and giving up some yards so maybe that's they'll come out and they'll, they'll try to get Purdy right like you said with Debo Samuel attacking is, is the way that they'll go there 